Good evening, Patriots. My name is Praying Medic, and this is my Q update for Monday, November 7th, 2022. It has been a long time since I've been able to do a Q broadcast, but Q posted yesterday. Those of you who are following along at home, doing your own decodes, you can find Q posts on a number of different websites, including qag.news, qanon.pub, qposts.online, and qalerts.app. So yesterday, Q posted a message on the 8-Coon board, Great Awakening, which is where Q normally posts. People have asked how we can know with certainty that this is a real Q post. And these questions are coming from people who are somewhat new to the Q operation. They have not been following for the last five years like the rest of us. So they have questions. And I'm going to go through some of the basic information that lets us know uh, that whether or not a post by Q is real. And uh, we'll just start with trip codes. So we know this message is legitimate because it has the same trip code as previous posts by Q. Internet message boards like 8kun and 4chan allow users to create passwords. A trip code is a hashed password. It's a string of characters displayed in the upper left corner of a message up here, upper left. Not every user has a trip code. Most people who post on these image boards do not use trip codes, but some people do. And Q uses a trip code. And researchers have carefully logged all of the trip codes that Q has used during the five years he's been posting. Every time Q changes his password, he gets a new trip code. He lets the board know ahead of time he's going to do a trip code update. He does the trip code update and then uh, confirms it. So we've been tracking this very carefully for the last five years. For someone else to post a message using the same trip code, they would need to hack Q's password. And according to former uh, 8kun board administrator CodeMonkey, the current configuration of Q's trip code makes it nearly impossible to hack. I think he said it was something around a billion to one odds. Message boards typically assign a unique but anonymous user ID number for each session that a person is logged in uh, and they're able to post. Most Q posts display a user ID, but the post yesterday and the ones from June do not have a user ID on them. And the user ID is found in the upper right corner of the post. The post number for the board is farthest to the right, and the user ID is the next set of numbers to the left. Now, Q posts recently have not had a user ID assigned because a user ID is assigned based on an IP address. When a user posts using the anonymous Tor browser, they don't get uh, an ID because the IP address is not known. Uh, the Tor browser actually takes your message and your links and it links it through a bunch of different nodes around the world and your information, your IP address is anonymized. No one really can find you. For reasons of operational security, Q has been posting using the Tor browser since June, which is why none of the recent posts have a user ID on them. It's nothing to worry about. It's not that unusual. It's, it's a known condition. And in case people have questions about it, I just thought I'd give you some information. 
People have pointed out that the latest Q post yesterday did not show up on the website QAnon.pub. Actually, some people on my Telegram channel were wondering, well, since it didn't show up on QAnon.pub, maybe that means it's not real. Uh, that's actually not how this works. Uh, I don't know why that post is not displaying on QAnon.pub, but it's likely due to a hardware or software problem on that website. Sites like QAnon.pub are not where Q posts originate. They're first posted on the 8kun board. That is the general board that Q posts on, where Anons can also post. Q has a separate board called Project DCOMS, where only Q can post on that board. And every once in a while, we see some posts on that board, but not very often. So other sites aggregate or scrape posts from 8kun and then they display those posts for the public. But that's not where they originate. They originate on 8kun. So here is yesterday's post. This is a screen cap I took from the board. And I'll read it. What groups are financing Ukraine? Why are they financing Ukraine? Why was Hunter in Ukraine? What did Pop threaten to withhold from Ukraine? A billion dollars? Who benefits? What did Pop receive in return? Why is Hunter not in jail? Think. Blackmail? Bribes? Extortion? Threats? How do you control a leader? How do you control a country? Are you ready to take back control? Your vote matters. You have all the tools you need. Q. Alright, that's the post. And Q asks a bunch of questions, which we're going to look at some of them. Alright, so this report from Statistia shows the amount of military and humanitarian aid provided to Ukraine by various countries. The U.S. is by far the largest contributor. I'm just going to read this here. Uh, this report is from October 18th. This is the most recent report from multiple sources that I checked that are tracking aid to Ukraine. October 18th is, is the latest one. The United States has pledged more than 52 billion euros in military, financial, and humanitarian aid to Ukraine since the war began in February of 2022. Data from the Ukraine support tracker shows that the U.S. has provided by far the most aid to the country, followed by European Union institutions, 16.2 billion euros, the U.K., 6.7 billion euros, Germany, 3.3 billion euros, and Canada, 3 billion euros. So you can see the lion's share of aid is coming from the U.S. According to the pioneers of the tracker at Kiel Institute for World Economy, the U.S. pledged a sum uh, close to 12 billion euros in recent weeks, while the EU countries and institutions committed just 1.4 billion. Right, so we're looking at almost a 10 to 1 ratio in support from the United States versus the European Union. Right, and other countries are contributing relatively small amounts. So the the net net is that the U.S. is doing almost all of the funding uh, of the war in Ukraine. Q asked why Hunter Biden was in Ukraine and what did Pop threaten to withhold from Ukraine? Pop is a term used by Hunter Biden for his dad, Joe Biden. Uh, you can find that in the emails that are on Hunter Biden's laptop. Hunter Biden's involvement in Ukraine is tied to his membership on the board of Burisma Holdings. Here is a brief history of Burisma and the Biden family. All right. So this is from Conservapedia. 
It is a conservative alternative to Wikipedia. It's a really good website, and if you haven't checked it out, I would highly recommend bookmarking it. It uh, has a function similar to Wikipedia, but it doesn't have the liberal slant. And this is an article that is on that website, and I'm just going to read some of this. It provides a timeline of significant events related to Burisma Holdings and Joe and Hunter Biden. Burisma Group is an energy exploration and production company operating in the Ukraine oil and gas market since uh, 2002. Burisma is the largest uh, natural gas producer in Ukraine and Hunter Biden held a no-show job on the board of directors making approximately $53,000 a month until his father began funding the Ukrainian government and at NATO war in 2022. All right, so here's the timeline. In spring of 2014, the Ukrainian Prosecutor General's Office opened an investigation at the behest of the UK Prosecutor's Office. They were investigating money laundering allegations against uh, its owner, former Ukrainian Ecology Minister Nikolai Zolachevsky. All right, the UK had frozen $23 million in assets allegedly belonging to Zolachevsky in April 2014. Now, that's early April. A couple of weeks later, April 18th, Biden's son, Hunter Biden, was appointed to the board of directors of Burisma. According to an article by The Hill, Biden's firm, Rosemont Seneca Partners, was receiving regular payments, usually more than $166,000 a month from Burisma. The payments ran from the spring of 2014 through the fall of 2015 and reportedly totaled more than $3 million. Okay, that's 2014. Now, we're going to jump to 2015. Ukrainian prosecutors refused to provide the UK investigators with the needed documents and in January 2015, a British court ordered the assets unfrozen. This action was uh, called out in a speech by US uh, Ambassador to Ukraine, Jeffrey Pyatt, who stated, in the case of the former ecology minister Zolachevsky, the UK authorities had seized $23 million in illicit assets that belonged to Ukrainian people. Instead of receiving cooperation from the Ukrainian prosecutors, they sent letters to Zolachevsky's attorneys attesting that there was no case against him. As a result, the money was freed by the UK. All right, this is in, again, January 2015. Now, in February 2015, Viktor Shokin was appointed as a prosecutor general in Ukraine, and he picked up the investigation of Burisma, which reportedly continued until his removal in February of 2016, a year later. The Hill article included a written answer from Shokin, who said his investigation into Burisma had included plans for interrogations and other crime investigation procedures into all members of the executive board, including Hunter Biden. So the new prosecutor, Shokin, intended to interrogate Hunter Biden and investigate what was going on with Burisma. Now, after Hunter Biden's appointment was announced, press articles raised concerns about Biden's potential conflicts with U.S. government positions. CNN stated that the appointment caused a stir given that it occurred around the same time that his father and the White House were engaged in diplomatic missions in the region to wean Ukraine off uh, Russian energy sources. So there's a lot of concern that there is a conflict of interest. President Obama appointed Vice President Joe Biden to oversee the disbursement of a billion dollars allocated by the U.S. to the new government of Ukraine. By the way, there was a, a government overthrow in 2014. And that involves Lindsey Graham and John McCain 
where uh, U.S. interests went in, replaced the government in Ukraine, and a somewhat corrupt government became a very corrupt government and started working very closely with U.S. politicians. Long story, I'm not going to go into that right now, you can look into that, but in the next paragraph, the Burisma founder Zolichewski comes under investigation by the new administration for alleged embezzlement of $5 billion while he was the ecology minister. The prosecutor traced payments back to Hunter Biden. Vice President Joe Biden threatened the new Ukrainian administration to withhold $1 billion in U.S. funds unless the prosecutor investigating Hunter Biden was fired. Biden bragged about having caused the firing of the Ukrainian prosecutor at a Council of Foreign Relations conference. Here is the video. I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our others, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, right, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev. And, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had, they were walking out to press conference, and said, no, I said, I'm not going to, we're not going to give you the billion dollars. They said, you have no authority, you're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars. I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Well, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. All right. Q wrote, who benefits from this money exchange? What did Pop receive in return? Why is Hunter not in jail? Think. Blackmail? bribes, extortion, threats. How do you control a leader? How do you control a country? There's a clear indication here from Q that elected leaders are controlled through blackmail. And that would include Joe Biden and other politicians. If you control the leaders, you can control the country and the flow of money. So the leaders are filmed, usually committing illegal acts and the puppet masters threatened to release the videos if the compromised politicians don't cooperate with their agenda. When the Hunter Biden laptop story broke in October of 2020, Q posted the following messages. The Hunter Biden laptop scandal centers on the exposure of evidence of crimes committed by the Biden family and their associates. So here's the first post. Those who provided Hunter with underage girls, Q asked where they trafficked, are they the same people who also took the pictures of Hunter having sex with underage girls? If large sums of money are being paid by foreign state actors to protected in powerful positions, U.S. politicians, would they want assurances the deal will be kept? Bribes and blackmail, dark secrets, cute. So if the Biden administration and the Obama administration are involved in illegal activities, bribes, kickbacks, extortion, blackmail. One of the things they do is they have the videos and the photos, they hold them over the politicians as a way of guaranteeing that the deal is going to be kept, that if a certain amount of money is in it, supposed to be paid, it's going to be paid. Now Q asks some interesting questions in this post. How do you inform your targets, business partners, what you have? 
right? So Q here is suggesting that people in China and Ukraine who are who have control over US politicians are sending them the photos and videos they have of them in compromising situations to let them know this is the leverage we have over you. Then Q asks, why would H. Biden, Hunter Biden, have such material on his laptop? How was the content originally received email? Why would H. Biden risk turning over such material to a computer repair shop if the contents are unrestricted? Was it on purpose, years of being treated poorly by POP, or simple negligence. If such information existed on a laptop, why wouldn't the contents be claimed? Several attempts made to contact to claim, messages left. Why wouldn't H. Biden want to reclaim knowing the contents on the drive could bury pops and family? A troubled life, a troubled family, looks can be deceiving, Q. So Q is suggesting that Hunter Biden may have intentionally left the evidence at the computer repair shop, uh, hoping to get it in the hands of law enforcement so something could be done. Now, in this next post, Q suggests that the corruption goes far beyond the Biden family. I think most of us know that. Ukraine, China, Iraq, Iran opens the door far beyond the Biden family. How do you protect your interests, shelter from prosecution, and public awareness? You control through infiltration Department of Justice, FBI, State Department, intelligence community, news organizations. How many fired FBI personnel involved in the Russia mid-year investigation received a book deal? Oh, a lot of them. Actually, Comey's got another book deal coming up. Book deals can be lucrative. Q has suggested that book deals are the way in which these people are paid for their cooperation with the agenda. Follow the family. U.S. taxpayers paid for it all. Information warfare. Q. All right. So U.S. Attorney for Delaware, uh, U.S. Attorney Weiss, is investigating Hunter Biden and the evidence from the laptop. There are reports that he could be charged with tax-related crimes. This is uh, an article from October 7th where it has come out that Hunter Biden could be charged with tax-related crimes and other crimes. I think this might be relevant now because... Um, at some point, they're going to have to make this decision whether Hunter is going to be charged. And I don't think a U.S. Attorney's Office would leak information to the press that they have evidence that could lead to conviction unless they had already decided they were going to charge that person. It just doesn't make any sense that they would let that information out. For a U.S. Attorney to say, we have evidence that could lead to a conviction and then later decide, well, we're not going to charge a person. Very bad optics. So I think that Hunter will eventually be charged. Q suggested that a subpoena of Hunter Biden's financial records might be the death blow for the Biden crime family, and it might open the door uh, to the proverbial Pandora's box for political elites. This is another post from October of last year. Link to a New York Post article, Hunter Biden reportedly also had business ties in Kazakhstan. So the post reads, Subpoena of all H. Biden's financial records, death blow, Pandora's political elite box, Q. Uh, right, so I think that uh, if U.S. Attorney Weiss in Delaware charges Hunter Biden, I think it's going to lead to a cascade of other people being charged. 
just my suspicion. All right, there is a misspelling in yesterday's post that deserves a closer look. If you look at this word here, what did Pop threaten to withhold from Ukraine? Withhold should have two letter H's and it doesn't. So Anons have been speculating, okay, well, why is a letter H missing? And what the heck is up with missing letters? Why are they relevant? Q has previously reminded Anans that spelling errors are relevant when they are not corrected. This is a post from April 12th, 2018. Q posted a tweet by President Trump. And the tweet reads, just had an agricultural roundtable with me members of Congress and governors. Right, so members of Congress is misspelled and it's meme embers. <laughs> All right, so Q after, posted that and said, coincidence, has the error been corrected? Why not? Q, and then Q reposted that message and said, misspellings matter. The exchange below shows Q training Anons to find the meaning of missing letters. This is from December of 2017. Uh, so, and an Anon did a screen cap, kind of a just copy and paste of something that Q had posted. Q just said this, how did North Korea suddenly have miniaturized nukes upon POTUS taking office? What was stated during Hussein's term by agencies? How did North Korea suddenly obtain missile guidance capability? What is leverage to find hostage, their last hope, Q. And then Q drew attention to a missing letter I. Why is the I missing? And in the word missile, there should be an I, it's not there. And Q is asking Anons, why is it missing? And Anon posted this, Q posts missing letter I are markers. Q responded, what rocket fired today, I in brackets, message sent, Q. Then an Anon answered, Iridium, and Q responded, future news will unlock more of the message, missing I confirmed Q. Q has set up a way to confirm for us when we figure out the correct meaning of a missing letter. Now, not all misspellings and missing letters are intentional. When a typo occurs that's not intentional, Q usually notifies the board. In this particular post, there was a misspelling of the word warfare. It was W-A-R-E-F-A-R-E. -E. Q let Anons know uh, warfare misspelling unintentional on the move, Q. Since yesterday's misspelling was not corrected, I would assume that it's intentional. And if it is intentional, then it was intended to convey a message. So what is the message? My guess is that the missing letter H in that word might refer to Hunter Biden. In two of the posts above, the name Hunter Biden is abbreviated simply with H Biden, right? So with the single letter H. In this post, H Biden, this one, and this one. I wonder if Q is hinting that the hammer is about to drop on Hunter Biden after the election. DOJ practice is to avoid indicting political figures prior to an election, but perhaps after the election, the U.S. Attorney from Delaware will unseal an indictment of Hunter Biden, which could lead to the indictment of other people connected to him. I don't have <laughs> any proof of that, just a theory. All right, interesting uh, little cue proof yesterday. President Trump uh, made an interesting comment at yesterday's rally in Florida. He mentioned the OPEC nations and then used the phrase plus, plus, plus. I'll let you listen to this.
That's it. Now they're begging for oil. It's so sad. Now you take a look at what's happened where Biden goes and pleads with OPEC. And now it's called OPEC plus. You know that, right? Because it's OPEC plus plus plus. President Trump has used the phrase plus 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 before in a couple of different contexts. But yesterday it was in reference to OPEC. And the major player in OPEC is Saudi Arabia. And that is the exact meaning of the term plus 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 in post by Q. Here's a post from November 11, 2017. Hard to swallow, important to progress. Who are the puppet masters? House of Saud, six plus plus plus, four trillion plus. Rothschild, six plus plus, two trillion plus. Soros, six plus, one trillion plus. So Q identified the wealthy families that controlled leaders around the world, Saudi Arabia, plus, 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 the Rothschild family, two pluses, Soros, one plus. All right. The first use of the term plus, plus, plus by Q was exactly five years ago on November 6th, 2017. Here's the post. Nothing is random. Everything has meaning. Plus, plus, plus Q. Is it a coincidence that President Trump used the term plus, plus, plus on the very day that Q returned and in the same context that was used by Q. Coincidence? Maybe. That is all for my update. You can find my articles, videos, and podcasts at the links below. My main website is pragmatic.com. My ministry website, pragmatic.org. I have a Telegram channel. I have a Rumble channel. I am on True Social at Pragmatic. And I have a podcast, pragmatic.podbean.com. And if you go to my Rumble uh, channel, I actually have two channels. One of them is my regular channel. I have a new channel that I set up that is devoted just to Q videos. I'm uploading my archived uh, videos all the way going back to the beginning. Uh, it's a long process. <laughs> I'm working on it gradually. If you're interested in my Q books, you can go to uh, my website, pragmatic.com, hit the menu, uh, hit the Q menu and then hit Q Chronicles and that'll take you to this page pragmatic.com forward slash Q dash Chronicles and on this website you can get my Q books Come Before the Storm and Great Awakening both in paperback and ebook and a third Q book is in the works that will be coming out soon. They're not available on Amazon. Uh, they were blacklisted <laughs> by Amazon. They are available on Barnes & Noble and are also available on my website. That is all for this broadcast. Please keep me and Denise in prayer. Keep President Trump in prayer. Keep Q and the team in prayer. Keep the children around the world who are being trafficked in prayer. Love you all. Take care. I'll catch you on the next broadcast.